forget how we did it last time. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's uh, a new week. It's a new letter. New letter. Today on Alphabetical, Hallelujah, I love us so. Welcome back to Alphabetical. It's the podcast where we go through the entire Beatles catalog alphabetically from 12 to Y. I'm Pete the Retailer. I'm Alex Robinson. I'm L. Adam. And I'm John, speaking to you remotely from a snowstorm. Yes. John is live via satellite from the Arctic. From the Arctic of Westchester County uh, in New York. Social your dedication that you're willing to Skype in. That's right. Yeah, it, uh, you know, the Beatles were hardworking go- lads. And, you know, for me to be able to sit in the comfort of my office and press a button to speak um, over the Internet, I wanted to put my effort in, you know. There you go. Yeah. I like to think of this as like our free as a bird where we're kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, brush your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jeff is here. He's stopping by a little later for <laughs> a couple drinks. He's going to put some yellow all over this. Yeah, he's going to layer some tracks and. That's all I got. <laughs> well, uh, today we're talking about uh, almost entirely the opposite of, of uh, lush, rich, ELO-style production. We're talking about Hallelujah, I Love Her So, uh, originally recorded in 1960 and released on Anthology One. Uh, this is actually uh, The Quarryman. Ah, okay. Stu, Sut- the- Stu Sutcliffe on bass. Yeah, so maybe this shouldn't even be an alphabetical. It should be an alpha quarrymanical... <laughs> But it, since it's released on the yeah. anthology, it gets That's lumped true. in. That's true. This was recorded as the same session as the infamous Cayenne. Was it? One of what? our favorite songs. <laughs> yeah. That was lightning in a bottle, that session. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 1960, I guess. So, yeah. Uh, so, I figure uh, John Lennon was 20. George mm-hmm. Harrison was 17. Wow. I'll take your word for it. Mm. How old was the Queen? Uh, Freddie Mercury? Yeah. <laughs> Freddie Mercury was probably five. Is that what the uh, the hardcore fans call? Like, you know, some people call the Pink Floyd. Yeah. Right. They call it the Queen. The, the Queen. Queen. <laughs> but just Freddie Mercury. not you know, yeah. just, That just refers to him. Right. And then the rest of the band is just regular Queen. Are there still people who call them the Pink Floyd? I don't know. I, just, I, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't run into any recently. <laughs> I hope so. At that tribute show so thing, to, there, were, there weren't people there? Well, I've run into people that call the Pink Floyd. Right. So that's, but that's different. That is like subtle, but slightly different. Right. Indeed. Yes. The Pink Floyd, the. the. Hallelujah, I love her so. That was a, this was a Ray Charles song. This was Ray Charles' first, um, first song. First, yeah. Yeah, it was first de- track. Debut single. Debut single. Um, which is normally a song that I really like. The Ray Charles, uh, Hallelujah, I Love Her So. Mm-hmm. Um, that means you don't really like this one? I don't know. Is it normal? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to jump right into you know ratings and stuff, but uh, I, I guess it's not ratings. We could just talk about at least the sound quality of this um, is uh, not good. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a rescued home recording. Uh, from 1960. I don't even know what was, like, probably a reel-to-reel or something. Like, what would they have recorded it on at home in 1960? That's a good question. Yeah, I think this is mostly, like, kind of, 
as a curiosity. I mean, well, Adam, you grew up listening to the anthologies. Like, does this <laughs> is does this, this your favorite song? Is this like does this just seem like a normal song to you, or does it seem like a? Because to me, it just seems like a kind of fossil. Like, it, oh, it definitely, it, you know, it's not something that you would just normally come across. Right. Like it's like oh yeah, it's like a peek behind the scenes almost. Right, a Pete behind the scenes because Pete Best is also on this track. <laughs> no, I don't think he is. Is he? Uh, according to what I read, yeah. Oh, interesting. Oh. Uh oh. Huh. We're gonna have to verify that somehow after we're done recording <laughs> and it's too late to change it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we'll put it on the Facebook page. Yeah. If you go to our Facebook page, we will. Corrections to put. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Errata. This guy was on it. <laughs> I thought this was a pre Pete Best thing, but I could be I could be wrong about it. Mm. So I will defer to the to the internet. Pre Pete Best. A pre pre Best. Mm. Yeah. Oh wait, is there are there even drums on this track? Maybe not. Oh, that's a good question. I, hard to tell. It all just sounded like names <laughs> to me. You can hear anything that's on this track. I congratulate you. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was an accordion, a bunch of pots. Pete Best or random static on drums. <laughs> yeah. Subway train uh, and Waldo. Geraldo? Geraldo. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's one of these songs on the anthology where it's like most of the anthology cuts are like, oh, it's a rare track or it's an extra track that was not, not used in the studio. And then there's like just a handful of these songs that sound like they're from Edison's demo tape, you know, just like recorded on wax and like, you know, more just a curiosity. But um, yeah, it's 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 hard to piece together anything from this recording. Maybe there's a better one. Maybe Jeff Lynne needs to get his hands on this. <laughs> well, how about this? The Beatles were kind of um, unique at the not unique, but they were one of the first, I guess, uh, white British. I guess British pop bands to really embrace R and B. Well, Liverpool, I guess, was a tougher town, so they kind of were more, a little bit more into R and B compared to the other uh, parts of the country. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, they embraced R and B. Trying to think of something to say about this track. Yeah, yeah. in the beat. <laughs> um, yeah, Ray Charles said that already. Debut single. We said that Quarryman. Stu Sutcliffe plays bass. Yeah, we we talked about that. Uh, Which means that Paul was then playing... Probably guitar. Yeah, playing supervisor. Yeah. Right. Paul was playing the um, euphonium and the uh, flugelhorn. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Euphonium, (laughs) alphonium. It's kind of a forgettable cover. Uh, Yeah, I would say, you know... uh, So there's a million covers, which I'm sure we'll get to in three seconds. I was working on a cover for this song, too, so, you know. Yeah, I mean... Not really. Writing your own cover? Yep. It's almost less than a a forgettable cover, because it's like, like, you know, I really like the Beatles, I really like this song by Ray Charles... You think putting the two of them together would be great, but it's just it's it's almost torture because it's like it's hard to hear and hard to listen to, and it's you know there's nothing really doesn't sound like they're adding anything musically, and they're taking a lot away, kind of music <laughs> quality wise. That's their genius. They could subtract something from any song. Yeah. They brought their <laughs> unique vision to this version of the song. The android. Yeah. Well, I, I guess much like Cayenne, like it's. Like, you wouldn't think this was the Beatles. It just sounds like a bunch of kids horsing around in their garage recording, you know, the same way all bands start off doing covers and whatnot. Right. So. But Cayenne, I want, like, okay, that's them, you know, making making stuff up, being goofy. Yeah. But, like... You're saying this is worse than Cayenne. Expectations are so much higher that this yeah. is worse oh, wow. than Cayenne in my book. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure this was a crowd pleaser. You know, it's, like, one of their, like, early hard... 
um, guitar heavy songs that like, you know, a hundred drunk Germans would probably be into, you know, at one in the morning, but did a hundred drunk Germans cover this? Uh, <laughs> uh, a thousand drunk Germans, uh, in black Lancashire, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it's just one of those things that like, I'm sure like in a beer hall or the, the, the rat keller or they used to play it in, um, the star club, I think right in Hamburg. Um, it was, uh, you know, just one of these ruckus, uh, dirty, like, uh, loud songs that kids were into. Right. Yeah. I wonder if the Beatles ever play. I would be curious to hear the mature Beatles play it. You know hmm. what I mean? Oh, like that, even, that even, cover band of geriatrics? Yeah, they open for 400 <laughs> drunk Germans. <laughs> no, but like to hear even like a BBC live track, like one of those BBC tracks or. Right. There, or, there is no. Uh, we, we're not including live albums on this. There was no. A, as far as we know, there's no live version of this. I don't think so. Hmm. But. We can edit that in later if we find yeah. the look up. <laughs> yes. Deep ass play drums. Were. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, very primitive recording. Well, I guess we might as well get to ratings and whatnot. So I think we all have uh, the question, I guess, will be. I've got a lot to say about it. No, no. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, well, by all means, we're all ears. <laughs> uh, what, uh, Adam, what did I give uh, Kayan? Do you have Archivist that? Adam. Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. While he's looking that up, we should say Adam was just showing us the spreadsheet. He's slowly building the records of the Hall of Fame uh, candidates and all our ratings. So hopefully soon we will have be able to keep a running total and see who likes and who dislikes the Beatles the most. <laughs> you gave it a zero. <laughs> I gave it a zero? Yeah. <laughs> Alex, you gave it a zero as well. Did I really? I guess. Yeah. Huh. I gave it the highest rating with a 1.5. Oh, how John will... gave it John gave it a 0. 0.1. <laughs> <laughs> we really loved that song. All right. Oh. So, oh. that's a pretty that's hard to beat. It's going to be tough to beat. We can't go negative numbers. We don't want to go negative. I don't I, I don't think I don't think we like Cayenne as much as a song. This this is not such a bad song. It's just a terrible recording. Yes. Right. But that's what I that's why I think that you know expectations are high. The Beatles doing uh, Hallelujah! I love her so. It should be, you know, fantastic. It should be a five, but the fact that it's, you know, barely audible. I don't know. Well, uh, how, how many, you know, uh, how much can I criticize them for audio quality of something that they had no intention of, you know, being released <laughs> to millions of people and being, you know, scrutinized, right? You know, sixty years later or whatever. Yeah, yeah they should like, have known. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's like if I broke out my four track demo from ninth grade and be like yeah rate this like eh. right yeah zero point zero <laughs> well i wonder if i wonder if kids nowadays when they do are in bands are kind of already thinking of that because yeah, I, mean, I guess nowadays even any kid with a computer can record a pretty good quality you know uh for better or for worse can record <laughs> good sound quality uh material so mm. I wonder if that adds a layer of self-consciousness now because everyone's like, oh, this is eventually going to be on our <laughs> anthology album. Right. <laughs> like all that stuff that we have stored for the uh, yeah, exactly. alphabetical anthology. All the outtakes. Along and, with uh, my cover of the Bacon Bits song. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't th- I don't think kids today are aware of, of uh, the concept of time. I think it's just whatever's input-output and then just yeah. keep moving forward. That's probably true of all kids throughout history. Yes. <laughs> well, especially young enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not many people know that we actually recorded demo versions of the first 20 episodes of this, uh, this <laughs> it was, podcast. It was a good time. It was really interesting. Like, we played it really straight. There was, yeah. you know, we were 
Right. It's well, kind, kind of droll. It's I don't a little know. too buttoned up. I think that was the thing. We, we were afraid to let loose. Yeah, we showed up wearing suits. Mm-hmm. No one was going to see them, but we did yeah. it anyway. Professional. I still think we should have stuck with the suits. But I don't, I don't yeah. know, man. Dry cleaning's expensive. <laughs> well, I originally gave this one one star, but now I'm thinking I'm going to go even lower. Okay. Oh. I'm going to go with, I'm going to take a page from uh, John's uh, workbook. I'm going to give it a point two. Oh, wow. Point two cups of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Point two cups of coffee. <laughs> um, well, since I gave Cayenne a zero, I got to give this a zero, too. Oh. Not a zero, two. That's what Alex gave it. I'm going to give it a zero. Okay. Or unless you want to give it a point zero, two. It's even less. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I I, don't, I originally had it one, but I guess I was just being too generous, especially with the previous <laughs> song too. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Alex and go zero point two, because I get nothing from this. Yeah, I'll just listen to the Ray Charles version and be like, oh, it would sound cool yeah. if the Beatles did this. It would. That's the problem. I know. That's, you know, I'll just leave it to that. I won't actually go listen to this. So right. we all lay the blame for this on Stu Sutcliffe. Clearly, he was the factor that... <laughs> Don't let John hear you say that. Oh. John Lennon, I mean. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Our John is a bit... Like, the way you like... You defend Ringo, he's going to defend uh, Stu. <laughs> John, what is, it, what is your number? Did you... Cayenne uh... Uh, was... Well, I gave point one. Is that what I did? Yes. Um, I'll give this a uh, point two five. Ooh, wow. you liked it twice as much as Cayenne. I mean, it was it's rough, but I but you can hear something, you know. So <laughs> there's a point two five, one fourth of a one. All right. <laughs> I guess covers are a tricky thing in this case because clearly most people are covering the Ray Charles version, not the right. Beatles version. Yep. So <laughs> I just wrote because it, it it I was so upset by this whole ordeal. I just wrote the Ray Charles version. I wrote down Ray Charles. Yes, same here. Yeah. It's oh God, you guys missed the fact that Jerry Reed did a great version of this. You know, Jerry, Jerry Reed of Eastbound and Down and Smokey the Bandit. Sure. <laughs> Come on. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, he did a, a really nice acoustic version of this um, that was on, uh, you can see it on YouTube. It's on a show, one of these, one of these country western things in the 70s. But um, that's, my, uh, that's my cover, Jerry Reed. Huh. Doing Hallelujah. Um, you know, one of the rare times you get to hear him sing something that's not a song about Smokey and the Bandit. Remember <laughs> <laughs> Mickey Dolan's on this one? <laughs> and Hugh Lowry also did a cover, which is funny to listen to. Huh. It's, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just really, like, bluesy. It's just, you know, as as much as you can get a white guy being a, a, oh, yeah, a bluesy guy, that's what it is. You Didn't know? he do a whole album of, like, New Orleans-style jazz? I think so. I think so. That's what it's, what it's from. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Well, uh, I think we've more than covered uh, Hallelujah, I Love Her So by the oh, Beatles. I see how you're by this. Hallelujah, we did not love it. So. Yeah, we did not wow. love it. Wow. So. Okay. It, uh, it, it filled us with sadness. But Wednesday <laughs> will be filled with happiness because happiness is a warm gun. Whoa. And that's, that's... what we'll be talking about Wednesday here on Alphabetical. Check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Twitter for Alphabetals. Uh, and uh, go give us a good rating on iTunes. Come back here on Wednesday for Alpha Beautiful.